From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of May 23rd, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Walter Eccles. I forgot my husband's name there for a second. Hmm. On the controls, Dustin West. And joining us, special guest Stephen Sawyer, who was with us out in Disneyland a few weeks ago. He's Dustin's roommate slash cousin. And uh, he's going to talk to us. Uh, He's going to talk with us about uh, our trip to Disneyland. And of course, still joining us on Skype, the lovely, talented Mr. Tom Bellout in Fresno. Hello, Tom. Hello there. Uh, in this episode, we are going to talk about Disneyland and why you need to go. I'm not going to give a blow-by-blow about Disneyland. We were out there a few weeks ago, and it's no secret that Disneyland is one of my favorite places anywhere to go and visit. And it has been a constant source of frustration for me that more people from this side of the country don't go out there. I mean, you know, Disneyland's always crowded. It's never without plenty of people around. Although we did have a couple of days where the parks were kind of quiet. It was nice. It was nice. nice. It was nice. Uh, but it seems to be like, you know, the West Coast people go there and the East Coast people go to Disney World. And I realize it's a slightly longer uh, a slightly longer flight, but there is so much different about Disneyland. And uh, especially on this trip and for this, this segment, I, I really w- I'm happy to have both Dustin and Steven here because, uh, Steven, it was only your second time. That's right. And by far the longest amount of time you've oh, ever yeah. spent. Mm-hmm out in Disneyland. And Dustin, this was your first trip out. Yeah. And... Aww, that's exciting. Oh, yeah, exciting. <laughs> you know, and two people who are very familiar with Walt Disney World. They're, you know, very knowledgeable about Walt Disney World. So I want to talk to you two first. Okay. Um, right. What were your expectations going out and, and when you got on the ground, what was, what was the experience like? Um, I guess, well... I knew that it was smaller, um, but I had no idea how charming it would be. Because I think I had in my head kind of like Universal Studios is here in Florida. And even that is just really big and cold and not as inviting as Disneyland ended up being. Really? Really? You? you I mean, you're a Disney person. Yeah. You underestimated Disneyland? Yeah. Um, well, I think that's the quantity versus quality. Yeah. yeah. I think people think that there's so much here to do that it couldn't be possibly as, as a good of experience out there. It's, it's got to be degraded, but that's just not the case in any way. And I, I think that is the problem Disneyland has is because, you know, Americans are, you know, we're, we're size queens. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we like, uh, we like bigger. And we always think bigger means better. And Absolutely. I think, you, you know, going out to Disneyland, 
you know, it's easy on paper to say, oh, it's too small or, you know, why go there when I can go to Disney World and there's so much more there. You know, you've got you've got a couple of factors, I think, that really work in Disneyland's favor. Number one, and I think everybody will agree here, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. It's the real deal. This is the only Disney theme park that Walt walked in. And so much of his, you you don't appreciate it until you're there. So much of his legacy is weaved into every fiber mm-hmm. of that park. The other thing I notice is that the cast members in Disneyland seem to be a lot more conscious of that legacy. Yes. They take it a lot more seriously. They know this was Walt's park. And especially on this trip, I got to be honest, I found the cast members out there superb. And even the younger cast members, it wasn't just the people that have been there for 50 years. It was, you know, people 20 to 30 years old. It was that girl in the college program that night at the fireworks. Yeah, we we were standing, we were standing on Main Street waiting for the fireworks. And this, this young girl couldn't have been 25. Oh, yeah. She was on her college programs. So yeah. She was young. A- and she was young. Young girl comes up just out of nowhere. Starts talking to us. I thought you knew her, Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dustin thought like I had known her. And I didn't. She just walked up to you? And, st- yep. and she was doing this with guests all up and down oh, okay. Main Street. Mm-hmm. Just starting conversation. And I'm going to tell you something. I think that was her job that night. Her job was to like... You know, and, and she even said this, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm the host of a party and I want to make sure all my guests are are happy. Oh. So oh, she was working Main nice. Street yeah. like a host. I've never seen that done before. Never heard yeah, of it. Do that you before. think it's uh, that has to do with training or that the cast members there have more uh, like a sense of ownership in the park? Well, let's throw that over to Tom. What do you think? Um, I probably the sense of ownership i mean like you said that they they know that it's walt's park yeah and also the, the fact that you know a lot of the obviously a lot of the cast members working there they all live in southern california a lot of them grew up in southern california and disneyland is a locals park in a lot of ways it's an institution yeah exactly i mean you, it's been there since the 50s they all grew up with it they all grew up going there it's all part of the culture in Southern California, that's not the case here in Florida. Well, so like the the uh, uh, di- downtown Disney, it's pleasant. You, there's places to stroll, to walk, to buy stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not the hurry that you have down here because everyone here's on a mission. You're you're there to do something, so you're always in a hurry. And you don't have to get in your car to enjoy. And this, you just all of it. you just stroll yep. through and walk and wander. I mean, it's just it's a different pace. It's a totally different pace. I do think though we do have lots of cast members here that talk to you. I've had it. Yeah, well, no, the, we do in the parks, but you but know. they're just there. Seem to be something about the cast members, and I, this has, I, I'll be honest, this was not always my experience. There have been times I've gone out to Disneyland and I found the cast members not so great. Uh, but this particular trip, this particular trip, I was really stunned by all the cast members we interacted with. I don't think we had anybody, with the w- exception of that. Server at the Blue Bayou. <laughs> oh my God! Um, <laughs> well, that was our fault for going to the Blue Bayou. Which yeah, we'll get really? to that. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> with the exception, with the sole exception of that server, and even then, she wasn't that terrible. But I did not give her a good tip because the service was bad. But 
the um, with that one exception, every cast member we ran into was not just good; they were exceptional, friendly, helpful. There was just something, just something there. Well, we were talking about that legacy uh, and that whole Southern California thing. I was paying attention to almost all the name tags I saw, and pretty much 99% of them are from California, right. the people that work there. And, and I had always wondered why the uh, Disneyland College program uh, primarily accepts students in California. They want California students, so that just adds another layer to that. Right. Dustin, when you got there, I don't know what your emotional level is. Like, mine's really high. We all know that. Um, <laughs> did, did you feel like you were going home? Did it feel real homey to you? Because that's the feeling I got when I go out there. It's just, even though I've only been a few times, it was just I don't comfortable, think I, very comfortable. I don't think I got that feeling this trip. I think I will the next trip. Um, this trip, it was, um, I, I was going into it, and I was wondering, I was thinking to myself, before we walked into the gates of the Disneyland Park, I was wondering, am I going to get emotional? Because I don't usually, but... This is something I've been waiting to do my whole life. You know, you Steven's sitting here shaking his head. No, no, robot. no. Are you a robot? <laughs> I, I no, he's just he's reserved. He's reserved. Yeah, reserved. reserved. Um, <laughs> but I thought somewhere in my brain that maybe I would, but I, I didn't. But um, You weren't openly weeping when you I saw the little castle? Oddly <laughs> enough, Teresa, no, he wasn't. <laughs> I, I can't put it in words. I mean, when you walk down Main <sighs> Street, and I'm not making fun of the castle, and you see... That and you, I'm gonna cry. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah, she goes. <laughs> she blows. Don't cry on a new table. I'm sorry. You know, I, I understand. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah. You know, I, I just to just to bust some chops. I make fun of this the little castle, but it is a. It is the one that Walt built. That's right. right. Okay. It's the one that Walt built. It's original, uh, and it has it has a charm of its own. It has a charm of its own. The first time I went out there, I called, I can't tell you how many people. I was so excited that I was in Disneyland to see where it all started. Mm -hmm. And of course, I called Katie and tormented the living daylights out of her. I'm walking through the castle. I'm here. I I just said right here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't believe it. It was like, I I don't know what I was going home to, but it was like, it all came together Mm -hmm. for me. So. I mean, authenticity is reason number one you need to go to Disneyland. Reason number two is that there are differences, big differences, between Disneyland and Disney World. There, is a, there are experiences in Disneyland you can't have here. Mm-hmm. Number one on my list of those experiences is the intimacy of it all. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can, no matter what hotel you're staying at, even if you're staying like... In the you know across the street and some of the off-property hotels, you can pretty much walk everywhere. I know mm-hmm. you don't like the Grand California, but I love that hotel because you can walk from that hotel straight into Disney California Adventure. The, the reason that I don't like the Grand Californian is because I think it is ridiculously overpriced for a small, dark, danky room that is in v- incredible need of an overhaul. I think the rooms are ugly. I think they're small. I think they're uncomfortable. And I think for the price point, it's not unusual for that hotel to run for a standard room, $500 plus a night, when you can have a brighter, bigger, better decorated, more comfortable room at the Disneyland Hotel, which again, if we're going to go back to authenticity, is the original Disney Resort. 
and have just a I, I don't know I just for me I think the Disneyland Hotel is the best resort at Disneyland and I think it is arguably the best resort of any Disney hotel on either coast especially now that they are done with the renovation it is a it is an experience you cannot have out here I'm looking forward to it because this trip would be the first time I'm staying at the Disneyland Hotel and then immediately jumping into the Grand California. Right. So I'm going to get a side-by-side. I've only stayed at the Grand California. I think Paradise Pier one or a few nights. But yeah, just the, you know, going back to how, um, like, the intimacy of it, that you can actually walk from the hotel straight into a theme park or straight into downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's amazing. I love just not having to drive anywhere if you just want to go to Disneyland. Uh, on uh, Also on the list of unique experiences is their downtown Disney, which is completely mm-hmm. different from ours. It's a whole different vibe. It's enjoyable. It's yeah. much more enjoyable. It's much smaller. It's a small town, though. But, it, it, you know, you, you have... You have these great restaurants. You have uh, uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. You have um, uh, what's um, Tortilla Joe's? Is it Tortilla Joe's, uh, mm-hmm. Tom? Yeah. Um, with great Mexican food, uh, House of Blues. Actually, the food in the House of Blues very, very it's good. good. Uh, one Napoli. of one of my favorite restaurants is Catal. Uh, out there, I think for the prices are great, and it's really like good, high quality food. Real nice dining experience, especially for dinner. Uh, Naples, the Italian restaurant that's owned by the Patina Group, as is Tortilla Joe's, as is uh, Catal, as is the uh, restaurant in Italy here in Epcot, all owned by the Patina Group. Uh, Our favorite bar, the Uva Bar. The Uva. Uva, Uva which was closed. Uva Bar. Uva. One thing I like about their downtown Disney is that at night there, there's a lot of activity. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. we, have, we have spurts of activity here. You might you know, walk through Pleasure Island and there might be a little guy on a guitar playing and then you won't see anything else until you hit House of Blues on the west side. This is not but, stop. But this is all yeah. over. And they have some incredible entertainment. I, well, I, I, one of the things that Disneyland definitely benefits from is the proximity to the entertainment capital of the world, which is Los Angeles. So you have all these talented musicians all looking for, a, to get, you know, get a break and get discovered. And these guys, it's not unusual to see four or five different musicians, bands set up throughout downtown Disney. And as you're walking, if you want to stop and 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 listen and enjoy that, purchase CDs. You purchase their CDs. But you tell can, me, they couldn't do that here. They could. I don't know that the quality of the entertainment would be as good. I think they could certainly do it, and I think they could certainly find some good people. But I find there is a, I don't know, I think there's a, a quality. And the same thing is true with their stage shows in Disneyland. Uh, you have, you know, you just have a, a better oh, yeah. pool of talent to pick from. It's also a larger city with a lot more people than we have here in Orlando. Yeah. So I think they benefit from that. I also think it's very convenient for the people staying in those hotels to just say, okay, I'm going to walk to downtown Disney tonight. They don't have to hop on a bus. They right. don't have to drive, find right. a parking right. spot. You go out, you like, eat, okay, and, you, just, and you stroll back to your We hotel. take a shower, go walk yeah. around. If One of my yeah. favorite things to do. Yeah. Just go back to the room. You can, you can just hang out if you want in walking distance. Mm-hmm. Now, what did, what did Walt Disney say uh, with Disney World? He had the luxury of space here. Yeah. I think that we have that. They are better at appreciating the value of space. There's mm. not anything wasted. Everything has a purpose there because if it didn't, it would be wasting up space that something else can take. Right. You're absolutely right. Where yeah. we have 
dead projects here. Pleasure Island. It's yeah. empty. Yeah. Exactly. The idea he had of like, uh, being an escape from your everyday world is so much better realized there. Yeah. Because you can just, you never have to, like it's getting contained. on a bus here yeah. kind of takes you out of it, I feel like. And, right. and that's that's a great thing to have, you know, have that space and you have to have the bus transportation. But not having to be on a bus at all when Disneyland keeps you in that. Bubble. This is not my yeah. real life. I'm, right. in, I, I'm in a dream world and uh, you lose that a little bit here. That, that's really interesting because most people will make the other argument that when you're at Disney World, you're totally immersed in the in the Disney culture. You're on Disney buses. You're going to Disney hotels. You're going to Disney parks. It's just interesting that you're making the argument the other way. Yeah, but I I, I think I can see I can see both both sides of that. I tend to agree with Stephen though that I I think you are. It's a it's a more concentrated immersion, uh, for, I guess, for back of a letter ter- better term, uh, at Disneyland. It's just more concentrated, and and it's like you said, you never have to get on a bus. You never have to. I mean, you can walk every place you need to walk. But among the differences, too, are actually inside the parks. Uh, let's talk about a little bit of that. It's even some of the attractions that you love, Pirates of the Caribbean. So much There's better. So much better. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so much better. Uh, I don't. I don't know who says it, but the the people that say they if they've been in the Magic Kingdom here in Florida, they don't have to go to Disneyland. They're 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 completely wrong. wrong. I mean, just the layout <laughs> itself. I I kept telling Stephen this. I said I'm just going to go there, and it's going to be slightly different, and um, I'm going to know my way around. Oh yeah, I, right. I got lost immediately. I told yeah. Had no idea. Wrong. The Astro Ar- Arbiter sitting on the ground. What's yeah. that about? Yeah. New Orleans <laughs> Square. Oh my oh, God! Love it. New Orleans Square. There's a whole section of the Phenomenal. park that's different. That's also where Club Thirty Three lives, which it, we had a chance to have dinner at mm-hmm. Club Thirty Three. It uh, feels it feels familiar when you go out there, but there are differences. Yes, because you'll be standing there by their Star Tours and go, wait, am I like back home, or? But even their their Buzz Lightyear is completely different than ours. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, They're haunted. No, I haven't done their Space haunted Mountain. Is there, their Space Mountain I is different than better. ours? I think it's better yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better. You have um, well, Mr. Toad, which Mr. Oh, yeah, Toad's Mr. Wild Toad. Ride, which so no longer exists here. Right. You have uh, their small world is different than ours. Their whole it's fantasy incredible. land, all the cute little mm-hmm. stuff in fantasy land. I would just live there. The, the little trains and you have Storybook Land. Storybook one of land, my yeah. favorite things to do. It. One of my favorite things. We to went do. for years and didn't do that, and then one time we happened to. St- Stumble into it, it. It's very intriguing. It's so old timey. (laughs) That's what I like about it. It's like I feel. I feel like I should be there in a pretty dress and white gloves. Yes. Well, my hat. Right, because it has that. It's it's one of those. You know, I don't think it was an original ride storybook land, but it was it was early on. In Disneyland's uh, uh, life, that 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 attraction was open. Uh, but you also have things like you know Indiana Jones. Oh, oh my yeah. God, that's my yeah. favorite ride. That is fantastic. Yes. That is a great. The walk to get there as you walk, mm-hmm. you know. Oh my gosh, ten, ten miles. To get yeah, to the, you're outside the park. Right. You know. But also but, now, if you want to see Mickey and Minnie's house, you have to go to Disneyland. Yeah, that's right. They're not here anymore. And you know, you have all of these. And then there's um, what else, Tom? What am I missing? Um, it's a small world. Well, I already said, oh. I said that. What am I missing? Uh, the auto car thingy. Autopia. Oh, Autopia. Autopia. And yeah. the submarines. Yeah. And the submarines. Oh, the submarines. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you do that? The, no, I refused. 
Really? <laughs> the canoe I, boats? I tried, I tried. Oh, even I did that. Did you do it? You didn't. I've done it, but I did the last yeah. time I was I there. can get on Mission Space, but there's no way you're going to get me in that little <laughs> submarine under the water. I know it's like four feet of water, but... It just freaks me out. don't even go all the way under, Dustin. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Julie's claustrophobic with that, too. Matterhorn. We didn't talk about Matterhorn. Matterhorn is another. That's a good one, yeah. You know, so, I mean, here we are just, you know, off the top of our head listing a dozen things. Yeah, days oh, worth fantastic. of stuff. Phantasmic. Oh, they're, yeah. fan- they're phantasmic, unlike ours. Their phantasmic actually takes place on the rivers of America. And I'm sorry, I think it is a much, much better experience yes. out there than oh, Disney. Oh, definitely. And... And and don't get me wrong, I love Walt Disney World. There are many, 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 many things I love about Walt Disney World, and I don't mean to suggest that one is better than the other. It's just different. It's different. And if you have been to Disney World 25 times, maybe it's time to shake things up yeah, a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, People- if going 25 times, you maybe you're losing a little bit of that magic feeling and you want to gain that back. Instantly, instantly out of Disneyland. Instantly. It's oh, going to be instantly. Yeah. It's going to be natural to compare things for better or worse, but no true Disney fan's going to walk away from <laughs> no. Dis- from Disneyland unhappy and say, "Why did I do this?" Right. The food, right. the quick service food out there. See, I found I find I, I think the quick service out there is worse than ours. Really? Yeah, I do. Me and general, Steven. Yeah, I was surprised. Oh, I like the choices. Me and Steven though. ate more than you guys did, and we had pretty good luck. Did you? Did good you? Luck? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I didn't see, see it the worse or better, to be honest. See, I, and just because I wanted to see if it had gotten any better or if my experience was just a fluke the three times I ate there and didn't like it, we went back to the Blue Bayou. I will never do it again. I swear to God. Now I will never do it again. Why do you keep doing that? Because I'm, 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 an, I'm an eternal optimist. You said I, that last time. No, I'll never go back. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're paying like premium dinner prices for lunch and it's not good. Right, and and they don't seem any surprised when they're taking up whole yeah. plates of food. Are it you done with that? Yeah, this is all I can yeah. possibly eat of that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can and take it. And they were okay with. I don't know what was it. I asked the server if they could. Uh, was it you? You weren't happy with the choice, it Walter. Was, right, Dustin wasn't ha- wanted something lighter. Oh, Dustin think. wanted yeah, something yeah. a little lighter yeah. than what was on the menu. And now in Disney World, in a in a signature restaurant, if you ask for something like that. At the very least, the server will have a couple of options, or they'll have the chef come out and talk to you, and the chef will make you what you want. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that wasn't even going to be discussed. What we what we have is what's on the menu. Is exactly what she said to me. Yeah. It's exactly what she said to me. The way it all tastes, you could tell it had been cooked like a couple hours before. <laughs> yeah. It's just all under a warmer. They went through, filled up the plate. Well, we had a pretty big breakfast. I was just everything was <laughs> deep fried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, this was Dustin's first time traveling with me. <laughs> so, oh my God, he, no, he, was, was, he was in a food stupor. He was like, <laughs> yep. he it's thought hard, he was going to. That day was sp- especially difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that boy, that, that skinny boy was out. really having a hard time uh, keeping up with my, uh, my food habit. Yep. But um, uh, when, when that server did that, I'm like, okay, okay. And then it took forever to get our drinks refilled. And it, you know what? It's just an attitude there that we're the Blue Bayou, and we're the only sit-down restaurant in uh, in, in in this park. And we're not going to try. And we're just Wait, is not, that true? Yeah, it's the only sit-down restaurant in Disneyland. And, and Cafe the, Orleans is sit-down. Oh, Cafe Orleans is sit-down. True, that's correct. Even that that's correct. Better. But, oh, Cafe. Orleans. And that's normally where I go. Yeah. And it, you know, it's really? this, this attitude of you know we're Blue Bayou and we're just you know. You don't like it too bad. We went out there 
we ate there twice. The first time we ate there, and everybody's there, oh, you have to get a water view. And I'm thinking, like, there's a second story or there's something. I didn't realize, you know, that the the ride went oh, through oh, there. Okay. I love that, though. I well, love I do. that. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean goes through this restaurant. The ad- I mean, the <sighs> atmosphere in there is just awesome but except you can hardly see what you have they in have front brightened of you. it up it is a oh, little yeah okay it's better and i than think it was. And, and we're talking about we are talking about signature restaurant dinner prices yeah for lunch for, for lunch. lunch and yeah. i had ordered a, a birthday cake for katie and i'm not like oh this is going to be like a disney where they come out and you know hoopla happens and <laughs> they just sort of went here it is <laughs> dropped it on the table and yeah. kept on walking and i'm not like that's it because I was excited to see what would happen. I'm like, okay. So. Yeah, it was, um, a, you know, again, a disappointment. And I now I really need it. I'm not going back. Uh, but beyond that, I have to say that our food experiences this trip were, were very, excellent. Very good. Yeah. We're excellent. I mean, I know where to eat. Now, the, other, yeah. the, the best kept secret for breakfast is Steakhouse 55. Steakhouse oh, yeah, 55 for breakfast. Oh, the buffet. No, no, no it's not a buffet. Oh. No, it's a la carte. It's off the menu. But, but it's even cheaper than eating at like La Brea. Yeah. When you're going into downtown Disney. And much better. Okay. The, the prices are really reasonable and you get a fantastic breakfast. Mm-hmm. We were paying about $15 a person for a full breakfast at, uh, at Steakhouse 55. And we're talk, I'm talking about a huh, really good. Never did that one. Oh, you got to next Oh, it's time. the only place to eat breakfast. Have you, you've done secret. the one at Storytellers oh, for God. breakfast? Yeah. For yeah. buffet? Yeah, I like that for a buffet. That is good. It's all right. It's all right. Storytellers is all right. I, I, oh, really? I don't, yeah, I don't think Storytellers does yeah. well across the board. If you want, if you want a buffet breakfast, uh, and, and I, I encourage you to go back a couple of weeks and listen to Tony Spatel's review of Goofy's Kitchen uh, that he did on uh, the Diz Unplugged Disneyland podcast. Uh, go back and listen to that. Tony did an amazing review of that restaurant, uh, and I agree with him. The amount of choice you have at Goofy's Kitchen blows away any other oh, Disney yeah. buffet you'll go to. Is that the one we did on the yeah. ABD trip? Yes, uh, ABD. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah and, that was good. And the food yes. is really, really good. Yes. And the quality of the food is really good. And so, yeah, but one of the other things on the list of things that are different is California Adventure. Mm-hmm. California Adventure is a completely unique experience. June 15th, uh, all the construction walls come down. The new Buena Vista Street opens up, and Cars Land opens up. And I don't remember the last time something was this highly anticipated. I can't wait. It and looks it looks fantastic. Well, when we were out there for the ABD trip and we saw the mountains and everything, yeah. how awesome that looked! And seeing the pictures now at Cars Land, I can't wait to go out and see it. We are going to have full coverage of that on the show, uh, on the site, I should say, uh, coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Um, Corey's going to be out there. Dustin's going to be out there. Tom's going to be out there, and uh, it's going to be quite the uh, quite the event, quite the event. Just California gen- California Adventure in general, just an entirely different experience. We spent a lot of time there, especially because we were riding the the roller coaster a lot. California screaming. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, a good coast. But even with those construction walls up, I felt like I got a full theme park experience. I, I mean, I can't imagine when they do take those walls down. Yeah. Uh, how how open that park is going to be? It's going to be amazing. And world of color. That's uh, what I wanted to what'd ask you think, about. Dustin? <laughs> it's like I, I was watching it. It's just like pinch me. You know, I, it's yeah. hard to believe that it's that's actually happening Changes in front of your you. life. Changes we were telling him about it, and he said we actually undersold it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is really? I was, I was afraid I was overselling it because no, I kept no, saying, no, like, no. okay, this is the most spectacular That's what we kept saying the whole nighttime time. show yeah. Disney yeah. has ever produced. Just lights, yeah. water, fire. That's another one of those shows where you can watch the video a hundred times and think you you get it until you go there. I mean, you actually feel it. I mean, you can feel the fire. You can feel the mist of I water on you. the biggest skeptic, and, and Pete kept raving on about how wonderful it was, and I'd seen all those videos, and I'm like, I'm not going to like it. And when I saw it, And we wow. had the, the best seat we've ever had. Yeah, you know, it, you know it's going to be nice. Yeah, I expected that, because how much you all talked about it, but when you get there, you know, and it's... You really can't words. You can't do it justice. No, no, you can't. You just can't. Yeah, it, and uh, you know, I've seen it now half a dozen times. I think. Well, Stephen, what was your take? Uh, well, I mean, I oh, in my mind, I compare it to how I felt the first time I saw Illuminations, which was my favorite nighttime show up until then. Now I've seen that twenty-five times, and it's that same resetting of emotions and feelings. You go back to start, and you uh, it changed my life to see World of Color for the first time, and. Um, Blows illuminations out of the water. It really and does. As much as I love illuminations, same here. Blows it out of the water. And it's not fair to <laughs> compare the two. It's not fair. Yes, but I, in my mind, it's the emotional feeling I felt seeing World of Color was how I felt the first time you I cried. saw. Cried. Well, I don't know about. It. He had his hand over his mouth the entire yeah. time. <laughs> Just open jawed. Yeah, and I've seen it about a half a dozen times, and it just doesn't get old. Yeah. It just doesn't get. It's one of those it things. Doesn't. It just doesn't get old. Has it changed at all, or is it the same? Yeah, they, 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 they changed, they changed, it, changed it. They changed it up. I, they, I believe Tom. They just added yeah. uh, Brave. They're going to be adding Brave uh, probably starting this weekend. Yep. Wow, that'll be nice. And that's what's nice is that they change it up as different things. You know, come you know new films. And last time we were there, they had that thing with Tron. Mm-hmm. In it, so they do change it up for oh. what's happening, and oh, that's cool. which is really cool. Which I, is really cool. I loved it. All of these shows are incorporating digital media now, and so it's so easy to just change it for the season or whatever mm-hmm. comes out. It's, it's literally they're just plopping in a different little video file, and you got a new show. It's Speak, great. Speaking of the season, going back to what they do for the holidays out there is totally different than what we do here with the decorations. Oh and yeah, the, I mean, haunted mansion and small world. All get all oh get facelifts for the, for the uh, haunted mansion goes to a uh, nightmare before Christmas overlay, but that actually happens in late September. Am I correct, Tom? Uh, Mid September, yeah. And that and stays, stays till Christmas. Till yeah. Christmas, yeah. Because yeah. we were out there at Halloween. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. What do they do to uh, Small World for Christmas, Tom? Uh, comes small uh, Small World holiday. They sing jingle bells and replace everything basically in the in small world with christmas figures and wreaths and lights and big old snowman and that yeah, was another one of those sorry tom that was another sorry. one of those things that the first time i had heard about that out there i'm like what could they do in small world to make it better and katie and i went in there with the christmas overlay and we're there like wow yeah. you know it 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 can't be beat. It's I still haven't seen Disneyland at Christmas. I mm. have to get out there for Christmas. Uh, one of the other things, unique things, that can't be overlooked is the entirety of Southern California. What you have within, at most, an hour's drive from that park in terms of 
going to Huntington Beach, Malibu, Newport Beach, uh, so many places to eat, so many places to see, so many things to do, even in Los Angeles, even in Hollywood. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. One word, culture. That's something we don't have here. No, we really don't. I mean, That's Orlando true. is such a melting pot. The the theme parks become the culture. I mean, we have the beaches, and we used to have orange groves. Um, but the theme parks are the culture here. You go to right. Southern California, you're surrounded by it. San Diego, I mean, is amazing. What a gorgeous city San Diego is. All of these things are, you know, you can you could stay at Disneyland and drive to all these places, use Disneyland as your base. And that's what we always do. And I got to tell you, it is an entirely different experience. It's an entirely different experience, a quintessential Disney experience. But it's just so different. So, I mean, a lot of people, I think, do think, oh, it's just the same thing, only smaller. Not, not a chance. No. Not a chance. Especially if you are a fan. There is so much there for you to see that exposes you to the legacy of Disney. I mean, Tom, what am I missing here? Am I missing something? You want to throw some things in here? No, I think you've you've got it's just it's the emotions at Disneyland. I mean, you I'll I'll go to Magic Kingdom out there and walk in walk down Main Street and it, it doesn't get to me. But when I walk down Main Street at Disneyland, it's just that that emotional attachment is there for some reason. It's the history. Well, I know when you walk by Walt's apartment, that really does give a lot of authenticity. Hey, yeah. t- Tom, when you come yes, over here this way next time, I'm going to walk down Main Street with you at okay, our park deal. and show you because there are things. You can get the same Disney feel walking down our Main Street. Everything's just in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the fact that I live here and I can vacation out there. Uh, it's, uh, exactly. I'm, uh, exactly. Exactly. I love have, being able to have that, that, that experience. Every time I go out there, I get frustrated. I get frustrated that more people don't... That, 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 I, I, th- I think what it is, I get frustrated that people don't realize what is out there. Right. And I cannot tell you, because you know, I've, I've, I've gone through these little diatribes on the show before, where I've talked about Disneyland, and you know, you gotta go, you gotta go invariably someone comes up to me at some point and says, you know what? I listened to you talk about Disneyland. And then when I finally went out there, I got it. I Mm -hmm. understood what you were talking about. There is an authenticity to it. There is an emotionalism to it. There are differences between the two parks, between the two coasts to it. It really is something you need to experience. And I realize it sounds like a sales pitch and in a way it is. I, I think you are. If if you have never been there, if you are a Disney fan, and you have never been to Disneyland, you are doing yourself a grave disservice. You really, so. really are. Definitely. And you know, from as first timers will tell you, and veterans will tell you, there is something to it. You really, really, really need to check it out. And I can't think of a better time than this summer, this year, with Cars Land opening mm-hmm. up. I think Cars Land, I mean, you're talking about, th- th- this is a, a, an A-list event for Disney in terms of the amount of effort and resources that have been put into this, this park to reimagine it from the ground up. 
And I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. Like I said, we are going to be covering uh, Cars Land on the site. Every inch. Every inch. <laughs> Uh, and we'll be making announcements on the site. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll be making announcements on the site with uh, what you can expect, what kind of coverage you can expect. But uh, I hope uh, hope you got something out of this. Uh, hope you will consider heading out to Disneyland. Of course, I will make a plug here for our friends at Dreams Unlimited Travel. More than happy to book that trip for you. In the interest of, of transparency, I am an owner in Dreams Unlimited Travel. So book through me. Don't book through me. I don't care. Go to Disneyland. And uh, thank you to our friend Tom Bell. Thank you. Uh, the host of the Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition. When's your next show going up, Tom? Uh, it went up this Thursday. We talked about everything that's coming this summer from everything, all, all the new things that are coming to Disneyland. And then we covered, we walked down Buena Vista Street, covered Cars Land, all the new entertainment that's coming. We covered it all. So if you want to know what's coming up this summer, the Dis Unplugged Disneyland show. I gotta listen to that. You can pick that up on our iTunes feed or from our show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. That'll do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, stay out of the damn links. <laughs>